Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Almost live from the trenches of New York City, here are your middle aged warriors, Chris Samino and Rick Summers. And welcome back to Middle Age Warriors, a very special edition. Guess what, Rick? We're not teenagers anymore. This is episode number 20, the big 2-0. I missed the bar mitzvah. <laughs> we, we missed a lot of things, but congratulations. Yeah. We've, made, we've made 20. Our first episode actually was on March 2nd. Oh, my goodness. And, uh, yeah, the world hasn't been the same since. It has nothing to do no. with us, but the world has not been the same since. But how are you feeling today? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, it's hard to believe that we're staring down the face of August in a few days. Not even a few days. Is yeah. it the day after tomorrow? Probably by the time this gets out there. It might yeah. Be the beginning of August. Wow. But, uh, the summer weather's here, that's for sure. We, we're into the steaminess, the dug days of summer, as they say. And what has returned, at least momentarily, uh, something we've talked about, for a long time, will it happen? Won't it happen? And that is the return of baseball. And we're only, what, I think the first game was last Thursday, so we're not even a week in, and we're already having issues with COVID yeah. with the Marlins. And I don't know where this is going, but it doesn't doesn't look good, to be perfectly honest. You know what, Chris? I think everybody's heart is in the right place, uh, but I just think that, that this may be too big a piece to, for us to chew, not us, but, I mean, the United States society to chew and to digest. I, I think it's ambitious what they're trying to do. I really do. They're wanting to jumpstart the country, give people something to focus on. I think that's a great idea, but I just don't know. First of all, with baseball back, I don't know how you are, but I could really care. And that I feel bad saying that. Yeah, I know you've kind of felt that way. I'm I'm still, I mean, this, you know, baseball has been a part of my summers as far as I can go back to maybe five, six years old. So that's a long time. That's over half a century. And um, I'm looking for something. I'm, I'm like the general public. I'm looking for something to hang my hat on that gives even the smallest sense of normalcy. I'm, I'm but feeling now that little by little, it's literally coming down to, I mean, we may just have to write the whole year off. And that breaks my yeah. heart. That really makes me very depressed, quite frankly, because, you know, about you, but when you reach this age, every day is important. You know, and I, I, I you know, you're not 16 and going, I can't wait till I get out of high school. or I can't wait to get it, you know, and wishing years by or weeks by. I don't do that crap anymore. I don't want to do that anymore, no matter how rough the moment is. Right. It's still, it's still a moment, you know. It's one more ahead of us, not behind us. Um so for you, I, I know you, you voiced that, and it just it feels like a surrender, but maybe that is what we sort of have to do for the time being. I don't know. So I, I do want to share with our middle-aged warrior family uh, that you and I had the great fortune. This is like one of my baseball highlights for the year. Last week, of course, we had Wayne Lonstein on, uh, and Wayne is a, a lawyer, a judge, a dad, a great guy, and we drove upstate to where he is in, in, and I don't know the central New York, but it's the Catskill area, okay. and wanted to say thank you to Wayne for being our guest, and uh, we had some papers that we had to sign and take care of, and Chris and I got in the car and went up there yesterday, 
And I'd say my greatest baseball highlight of 2020 has been being in Wayne's office and looking at the Scott Erickson and Brett Saberhagen framed jerseys that are signed and hanging in his office. I mean, it was just really cool. And to talk some baseball stories with him. Well, yeah, in addition to that, he's got all of his dad's stuff, which is, you know, the Brooklyn Dodgers. Oh, yeah. No. The teams of the 40s and 50s. And uh, there was, I don't know if you saw, there's the Lou Gehrig signature. There was a Frank Sinatra signature. There's all sorts of things and, and pictures. Uh, yeah, that was like a mini – uh, Cooperstown. We were we were halfway yeah. to Cooperstown. And we got to <laughs> Wayne's office, which was which was kind of cool. You're absolutely but, right. So yeah. we'll see where this goes in terms of baseball. One of the other things that's been going on here in New York, and and you know, you and I have friends in the business that is the restaurant business, and something that in the in terms of reopening that's been stymied here because of some behavior that was going on in bars slash restaurants where just people, when they first opened up, people were gathering and breathing on top of each other in two close in, in two you know, uh, quarters. But now what the governor has done is deemed all restaurants slash bars cannot have anything indoor. And that's brutal on restaurants at this point. Yeah. Ones in particular that can only set up a table or two out front. And I know you have a friend that you've been going there and trying to help out as much as possible, but I don't understand why the restaurants can't be opened up spaced correctly. Uh, you could certainly do that and make only 25% of the tables available or 30%, whatever it might be, but don't open the bar. There's no congregating of people. I don't know why that's not being allowed. And some of these businesses are going to close, as you know, as well as I do, and they may never be able to reopen again. Yeah. Well, I think part of it is this, the whole HVAC concept of uh, indoor refrigeration and air circulation in wherever. So I don't care if you're at a restaurant, if you're in an airplane, if you're in an office building in New York, I mean, I don't know how anybody is gonna get past uh, dealing with the HVAC barriers. And I think um, one of the things you and I did kind of bounce around this week is talking with a guest uh, sometime in August about HVAC and exactly how we may be able to you know, solve the problem, but for restaurants and we see the videos of these people on the beach and just congregating and laughing and yeah, we're all for having a great time. No question about it. And it's time, it's summertime to have a great time, but you know, at, at what cost really? And I do feel for the restaurants in New York and around, around the country. Yeah, I mean, we, we obviously, you know, it, it seems like the, the, pent up energy that people have when they're given, you know, it's like, uh, you know, I give them a finger, they took my arm, they you know, it, it's that thing that we're jumping out too far where we get a little bit of normalcy, all of a sudden we make it feeling like we, we could behave as if everything is completely the way it was before this virus and it's not. And we have to take steps. I, I saw something where they, they're trying these drive-in concerts. I don't know if you've seen that. Yeah. They're trying to space the cars out and then, give enough room if you want a lawn chair to sit outside the car as opposed to inside the car to see the show, but you would be safely spaced and you would have to wear a mask if you get outside of your car. Well, they did one of these out in the Hamptons apparently and people just congregated all together in front of the stage and it's a disaster if that's the behavior that we're going to display as we're trying to at least treat ourselves to a little bit of, of normalcy or the way life was before. We can't just jump in completely into the deep end of the pool here. It's, it's just silly. You know, it feels like uh, 
one step forward, two steps mm -hmm. back. Mm -hmm. you know, and it really does. That's so funny. I literally have that. I have, and people can't see this. We're doing a Zoom call. On my notes, the top line I had is one step forward, two steps back, slash slow recovery. And that's, that's really what the process is going to be like with something like this. And there's nothing you can, anybody can do. There's nothing a particular a political leader can suddenly make this thing disappear. It's not possible. It's just a matter of learning how to live with it as we right. Through it. Uh, I don't know if you want to bring this up or not. Um, I know you yourself are now dealing with uh, facing some surgery coming up. Is that correct? Yeah, I'm getting a facelift finally. Uh, it's about time. <laughs> then maybe we can make this video instead of a podcast. Okay. Thanks so much. Now, I've had uh, some recurring issues uh, with disc problems, and it's part of getting older and it's part of dealing with uh, just getting up every day and doing what we do. And I've been putting it off and trying. Thank you for bringing it up. I've been trying to do the best I can do through acupuncture, massage, physical therapy. I mean, I've, I've really tried every modality. But I think in the last six weeks, it became pretty obvious that everybody I talked to at the Spine Center, and, and they've been wonderful to me at Mount Sinai Hospital here in New York, which, as you'll recall, was really the COVID hotbed back in March. This is where everything seemed to really mushroom. Uh, but everybody seems to think that the surgery, um, well, we don't just shrug it off and say, oh, it's minor surgery because anytime they're going to put you under total anesthesia, I don't think anything's minor anymore. Yeah, you got that right. And so, uh, yeah, I am going to go in for a, a couple of days and, and hopefully I'll be okay. Thank you for bringing it up and thank you for your help through this because it's really been uh, important to have support and the love and you've been great. Valerie has been amazing and the doctors and the staff have done anything and everything they can do. So we'll see. I'm going to keep my yeah. fingers crossed. Well, you come, out of, you come yeah. out of rehab, you should be ready for shortstop or at least maybe second day. Right. That's next spring. I was thinking, I was thinking the same thing. And I'll see if they can do maybe a little Tommy John surgery while I'm in yeah, so yeah. I can throw for the second half. You may not have the same range as, as the shortstop position, but yeah, I think second base is yours for the taking. So speaking of, of you know, I want to just reflect a little bit on this being our 20th show. We've had a lot of people come on along the way and help us out, especially in the very beginning when, you know, the show is starting and it's always a, an awkward thing for me anyway, to ask people to be guests. Sometimes, um, I mean, they're basically anybody we we've asked has been really wonderful in, in helping us out, yeah. but you brought up Valerie, your wife and, and Valerie, again, that's the voice we hear at the beginning of this show, uh, a very unique voice. It's for so many years, uh, millions of New Yorkers know that voice and that name, Valerie Smoldone, having been on uh, the radio for many, many years. And uh, we were talking about, yeah, maybe we, we, so we have to get her to freshen up one of the intros again. So we're going to see if we put Valerie to work after the 20th show, maybe come up with something new for us to start. So what do you think, and I, I hate to put you on the spot, what's been your highlight of all of this for the past six months? I was going to ask you that too. Uh, well, you know, I mean, we could we could run through a lot of guests, and and what I find each time we start one of these interviews, as we get deeper into the interview, the real, the real good stuff, the yeah. real meat of the interview comes in. It it takes it takes a while to, for everybody to get a little warmed up, and for us to find the most important nugget 
that the guest has to offer and that we are digging for as well uh, so that the audience gets to hear it and we can all share in it. But I mean, we've had some great guests, but what we've had, what I love is we've had a range of guests. You know, our first guest talked about man's behavior, good and bad, and why it exists. That was uh, Dr. James Hollis. Uh, we had Cheryl Benton on from a woman's perspective, yeah. uh, the evolution of your life after 50. We had Jane Hansen, an anchor I used to work with for many, many years at NBC New York, uh, same type of concept. You brought on a friend, your stand-up comic friend. Uh, Scott. Scott, yeah. So, Scott uh, Blakeman, yeah. And that was, that was a different perspective and doing comedy during COVID times. Uh, we had John Franco. That was a lot yeah. of fun. Being a baseball yeah. fan and being a Mets fan, I have to say that one kind of personally spoke to me more. And it was interesting to hear some of those backstories, you know, and, and the yeah. of him becoming a major leaguer, coming from New York, coming from Brooklyn, through St. John's University. This is all my life, you know, the same life. We're, we're very close in age. So... That was kind of cool to hear. And, uh, of course, we had Jeffrey Lyons, movie critic. Uh, oh, my goodness. Incredible life, incredible storyteller. He's been around so many amazing people from, from the movie industry and film industry, television, sports, politics, you name it. He had some amazing stories. I'd say that one of my highlights has been the brainchild, and I don't know where it came from, getting Josh Lewin on with us. Yeah. And I think I think that the greatest nugget of our show so far is the fact that Josh called our show instead of middle aged warriors, he called it middle aged warriors. 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 <laughs> and I, I just think that is the funniest thing. And when, he was a great guest too. Yeah. Yeah, when he first said that I was I was like, wait, am I hearing that right? I wasn't quite sure because of course with, with Zoom the quality is not always the best in terms of audio through the through the laptops, but yeah, that was a funny line. But the thing I loved about him, and I really had a great identification with, even though we had different career paths, I was TV weather and he was TV sports broadcasting. But he talked about reaching that point finally in life when you go, Hey, you know what? life is not about climbing to that next rung that the higher I got to get I'm number three. Now I have to be number two. I'm number two. I have to be number one. And you realize after a certain point, there are much more important things in life. We're really blessed and fortunate to have achieved what we did, but you really focus on what's important, your family, your loved ones, your friends, your children, whatever it would be. The career is the career. It's nice. Takes care of you, but you can't make it all encompassing. I think Josh really was was a, a good example of a middle-aged warrior, somebody in the midst of that transition and uh, a little light that some sometimes shines when we do hit middle age. You know what? And I would like to talk with him again now that he's theoretically back at work. He's doing, I think, Red Sox radio. Yeah, he had a certain amount of games. I know he would, he would do for them right. as well. And we don't want to leave out uh, on the list of people who have really been wonderful and taken the time for us. Uh, Physical and mental health gurus, actually, two uh, wonderful ladies, Marianne Duchesne and uh, Amy Hausman, your personal yeah. acupuncturist, uh, with with some good information and hopefully enlightening information as uh, all of us continue to struggle through this. You know, what's happening, I think, too, we were speaking yesterday to uh, a chiropractor, Wayne Lonstein's His brother, her. You know, it's not only the emotional stress and strain of what we're dealing with is now becoming physical because after a while that is what happens uh you know in the, in the midst of all of this stress 
things are going to start to break down and people are really going to start to have some physical issues. Well, and you know, and this is one of the reasons I love talking with Amy is even if you're not into acupuncture, even if you're afraid of acupuncture, which I totally understand, if you go in and you spend 45 minutes on a table in a dark room without a cell phone, a beeper, <laughs> do mm -hmm. people still have beepers? Wow, you, know, you got a flashback. <laughs> I know, really. You just need that time to chill and essentially take care of yourself, which is really hard to do. But Amy was really uh, good at driving that point home. Yeah, I think that's very important. Mental health will lead to sound physical health as well. The two definitely are intertwined. I think both of those guests really uh, spoke to that. So as you uh, head off tomorrow to uh, you put your big boy pants on, you're going to go into... <laughs> I say this as somebody I should knock on my head or whatever other what I can find around here that I've not ever experienced going into a hospital for myself. Now, have you had right. surgery before? Yeah, unfortunately, I, this is going to be the fourth surgery that I've been through in my, in my adult life. So you're and a veteran. <laughs> I'm a veteran, yeah. Season but, I don't, but here's the thing, and this is, is for anybody that has anybody in their life who has to go into a hospital at this juncture and certainly go into surgery, uh, there is no such thing as, oh, it's a slam dunk. <laughs> you know, they're putting you under total anesthesiology. And the truth of the matter is uh, that's dangerous at any wake, shape or form. Sure. Um, so, uh, so yeah, you have to pay the anesthesiologist good money and make yeah. sure doing their part absolutely so, well i'm sure but you're gonna be fine and i wish you well and uh hopefully you know it'll be a, a quick recovery these things are always tenuous at best but uh you know we want we want to keep the middle-aged warriors going i want you coming back even stronger than ever before so i can become an old age warrior well absolutely but that's still a few years away so you've got to keep yourself in good shape my friend but uh, on that note uh, again, uh, we'll talk on the other side of uh, Unzi Operation, and uh, and I'm sure you're going to come out, uh, you know, in, with flying colors, as they say. And I look forward to you feeling better because I think that's key. I know this has been bothering you for quite some time now. Let's hope we can get some some relief from the pain. Thank you, my doctor Samino, and my good friend. I really appreciate it. Be good, feel good, and we'll do this again soon. I promise. Wish you well. See you soon. Sunshine always, guys. Take care of yourself. Hey, if you enjoyed the show, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes, preferably five stars, no begging. Uh, we're available also on your favorite directories, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. You can find us at Believe.com, that's B-L-E-A-V.com, and at Believe Podcast. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.